Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, 
vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert in the beautiful state of Arizona, I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. You can catch the show Monday through Friday, five nights a week. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Thank you so much for tuning in whenever and wherever you are listening around the world in the free archive on our website on the many radio and podcast players. Please leave us a review and give us a couple of stars, whatever you think we deserve, if you are listening on one of those podcast players. And if you want to avoid the advertisements, please subscribe to our full show archive with all the shows, all the montages, we have a new one tonight, and my digital books at www.thesecretteachings.info. If you'd like to contact the show, myself directly, you can email us at rd. G-A-B-L-E at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. I've also been trying to use Gitter. You can find the show on Gitter and also on Gab, although Gab has prevented me from posting on their platform most nights. So Gab is, as far as I'm concerned, pretty much as bad as Facebook is. I guess I'm in gab jail. I guess the conservatives do the same thing that the progressive liberals do. They block and ban things that they don't like. So much for freedom of speech, so much for protection of constitutional rights. But I'm not allowed to say that, because if I say that, that pisses off and irritates Republicans. It pisses off and irritates even liberals, because how dare I suggest that the two are the same? That's just my experience, and that's what I bring you here on The Secret Teachings. My experience, raw and unfiltered and highly unique compared to the repetitive nature of alternative media and independent media. This is The Secret Teachings, and there are very few shows like this broadcast. That's not to brag. That's just to let you know that we've been here for over a decade Obviously, other shows have been here longer and inspired this show. Authors, radio hosts, journalists, people like Jim Mars and the late Jordan Maxwell, William Cooper and others. I pay homage to those people. But there's a lot of people nowadays who simply take a story, regurgitate it and repeat it, provide no basis for their argument and provide no context or perspective and use that to sell you And that's all that it is to sell you entertainment. This show is supposed to be entertaining, but my intention is not to entertain you. My intention is to inform you. I think a lot of radio nowadays is basically the equivalent of Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. It's just an act. Or it's an act of something that is organic. But it's meant to sell you something, to focus your attention on something and to draw currency away from you. We don't do that here on this show. 
In fact, I make so much uh, so much money on this show that I can uh, barely afford to pay a single bill. And I live a very simple lifestyle. We made $650 last month on everything. My rent split down the middle is 500 with my other bills for my phone and for internet. I broke about even last month. That's it, $650. That's what we make on this show, despite all the energy and all the effort that goes into producing this broadcast. Again, that's not a complaint. I just want to be 100% honest with you so you understand where I'm coming from night after night after night. I saw a really disturbing video that I want to share with you that I think is the epitome of one of my favorite quotes one of my favorite stories, War of the Worlds. You might not think that this video and this audio relate to the quote from War of the Worlds, but I think that it does. Let me play you the audio and the video. This is from Shanghai, China. Remember those robot dogs, the Boston Dynamic dogs, the ghost robotic dogs? And they said they're going to be used for earthquakes and natural disasters. They'll never use them in the military. And then they're on the front lines of the military. Then they're on the border, patrolling the border. Then there's a sniper rifle attached to the back of one of these dogs. All three of those statements are completely verifiable. All three of those statements are documented in my book, The Technological Elixir. And here is a robot dog walking down the street in Shanghai with a bullhorn blasting propaganda and instructions to stay home and not leave your house because COVID-19 is spreading again in Shanghai. I thought the videos of the big cat, big cheetah, big dog robots that you push over and they stabilize were terrifying. This is one of the most terrifying videos I've ever seen. Robot dogs wandering the street of Shanghai with a broadcast of propaganda to stay in your house. And you notice they choose a woman, not a man. Why? Because women are less threatening. That's why all of your DARPA, Pentagon-developed voice assistants are women. Unless you choose to have the AI voice speak as a man, they're all women. Turn left here. What can Siri help you with today? Because a woman's voice is less threatening. A lot of psychology goes into this. Robot dogs walking down the street in Shanghai telling people to stay in their homes. They should just get a big red star and spray paint it on the side of that robotic dog. I thought these weren't going to be used for anything except natural disaster cleanup. Now they're used for deployment of weapons and military bases and the border and telling people to stay in their homes because COVID-19 is spreading again. Here's that War of the Worlds quote. One of my favorites, probably one of the most iconic quotes in literature from H.G. Wells. 
And think about this in context of the robot dog. No one would have believed in the last years of the 19th century that this world was being watched keenly and closely by intelligences greater than man's and yet as mortal as his own. That as man busied themselves with their various concerns, they were scrutinized and studied, perhaps almost as narrowly as a man with a microscope might scrutinize the transient creatures that swarm and multiply in a drop of water. This is the current state of affairs and has been, some might argue, the current state of affairs for hundreds, if not thousands, of years. Some may argue that it is in human nature to seek power and control and domination over others. Some wish to do it because they truly believe that they will be able to institute a free and open society for all people. Rarely does that happen. In fact, it's essentially never happened throughout human history. And the one country that has brought such a truly liberal, free, open society, market, and government to the world has been exploited and hijacked and demonized as the biggest and greatest threat to the world outside of white people and climate change. That's the United States of America being blamed for all of the world's ills. But isn't that what happens when someone is really popular? Isn't that what happens when someone is really powerful, really wealthy? They get all the blame. The president always gets the blame. The president always has a target on their back. Far more than senators or Congress people. Far more than judges and courts. That is how our system is supposed to work. An executive authority. And then you're supposed to have a Congress, a dual legislature, and a court system with a high court that decides cases of a very, very controversial and otherwise undecided manner. The final say in such things. I want to play you something that although it is a Fox News clip, I don't like Fox News. It's a really scary news report, whether it's coming from Fox News or CNN. I want you to listen to this. Listen to what representatives in Congress are suggesting that the President of the United States, I don't care if they're white, black, or they wear a red or blue tie, or they're gay or straight. This is not how the system works. This is not what Congress people should be suggesting. Listen to what Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez suggested that the president do with his power. Mind you, he doesn't have the actual power to do this, but this is what progressives want the president to be able to do. Outside of packing the courts, outside of calling the other day, AOC said that the black member of the Supreme Court, you know, the guy that apparently is white because nobody knows that he's black, Clarence Thomas, justice on the Supreme Court. AOC said he should resign for enlisted a number of reasons. Meanwhile, Kentaji Jackson can't define woman, and Kentaji Jackson consistently gives lighter sentences, drastically lighter sentences, over what prosecutors asked for and 
what the government regulation, the government recommendations were. But we need a black person in the Supreme Court. You have a black person, but I guess it's because he's a conservative. We have to remove him, and then we have to pack the court and then expand the court. So beyond that, what do progressives and what do people like AOC want? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and the squad have a new idea to make their agenda happen. They're now pushing Biden to bypass Congress and use the power of the pen on a list of 55 policies, including banning new fossil fuel leases, declaring a national climate emergency, and canceling student loan debt. The Progressive Caucus tweeting to the president to, quote, be guided by racial gender and economic justice to get their agenda done done that is a quote the progressive caucus let's be guided by racial gender and economic justice in other words that translates to let's be guided by racism and using race as a divisive tool to empower ourselves and advance our agendas using gender to do the same and using the word economic because economic is kind of a mysterious word to a lot of people using the word economic and the word justice to imply to people that because you don't have a lot of money compared to somebody like Donald Trump, compared to somebody like Elon Musk, economic justice means they're going to give you a bunch of money. They're going to create a system in which you will have more money. You will be equal. See, this idea of capitalism being a harmful thing is only true to the extent that capitalism creates so much wealth that if one doesn't have a moral value system to understand and appreciate the power that they have and the wealth that they have, they become greedy. So capitalism implies greed. But greed can only exist in an environment in which you have wealth and especially, particularly in an environment where you have excess. Even in that environment, poor people still have a lot. If you don't have capitalism, if you have a strictly, not a partly, but a strictly socialist and communist system, and it's true, communism has never actually truly been tried on a large scale because the system collapses and the wealth disperses before you can get to that utopian collectivism. Communism implies the opposite. If capitalism implies so much wealth and power that you have this inherent desire to be greedy and to acquire more, communism implies extreme poverty, starvation, and death. Communism implies everybody is equally poor. And that is not only a progressive agenda, that is a globalist agenda. Wealthy, elitists, billionaire philanthropists, the World Economic Forum, and a number of non-governmental organizations, think tanks, and groups funded by billionaires, along with a handful of countries that already have complete control of their population like China, want a world government system with absolute control over every aspect of your life. From deciding if you can eat meat to deciding if you can have children and deciding if you get to take your car and go on a vacation or if you have to stay locked down in your house because you could be sick, you could have been exposed to somebody 
who was sick or might have known someone who might have been exposed to someone who might have been sick or stay in your home because you don't have enough carbon credits. You don't have a high enough social credit score to buy a car, let alone drive that car and take that vacation. It's about control. And listen to what this nut job, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, had to say about capitalism and socialism. Kind of ironic when you listen to the full statement. A very creepy video she did. Tell you a secret. Most people don't really know what capitalism is. Most people don't even know what socialism is. But most people are not capitalists because they don't have capitalist money. I don't even know what this woman's talking about. You don't know what capitalism is. You don't know what socialism is. You don't even know what Congress is. You think there's more than two houses of Congress. This woman is one of the dumbest people that has ever been elected to a powerful position of government. This woman is an example of so much success and so much wealth in the world that you can get elected to Congress because people are either so biased in their voting or so numb and dumb that they vote for you because of talking points and rhetoric as opposed to policies that actually matter and mean something. But she is right. Most people don't know what capitalism is. Most people don't know what socialism is. People think if the government gives me a bunch of free stuff, that's fantastic. Obviously, somebody has to pay for that. Most people think capitalism is a bunch of rich people taking your wealth. That's not what capitalism is. And socialism isn't even necessarily the government just giving you everything. She doesn't know what capitalism is. She doesn't know what socialism is. But she implies to you, whispering in an Instagram video, most people don't know what it is. Most people don't have capital. That's for billionaires. No, capitalism means that you, if you own a business, take care of yourself, the community, the customer, and your employees. Greed can override that and overcome that and lead to a system where we're only concerned about shareholder value. In 1981, the CEO of General Electric gave a speech that launched the shareholder value movement. When the CEO of General Electric gave this speech in 1981, the movement was oriented toward maximizing corporate profits, maximizing short-term returns for investors. This is what John Perkins, author of Economic Hitmen, Confessions of an Economic Hitman told us on The Secret Teachings and has told countless others, this is what he explained on the show when he was on, that economic hitmen go into other countries and they make these deals to rob these countries of their resources and wealth. And this is primarily sponsored by multinational corporations, Fortune 500 companies, the IMF and big banks. And these corporations, with their banks and their shareholders, are looking to maximize profit at all and every expense, including their own employees. Forget about customers and forget about the environment. Forget about the community. 
But that's not real capitalism. That's predatory capitalism. That's a stain on capitalism. In the same way that some social programs are actually a good thing. People like Benjamin Franklin, one of the founding fathers of the United States of America, people like Benjamin Franklin and other founding fathers had a lot of money, and they actually used that money for social programs to help people who didn't have jobs and to help people who were homeless. But in order to get into those programs, you still had to give something back. You didn't just get put in a hotel. You didn't just have your living expenses paid for and your food with taxpayer dollars, and you get to do drugs all day. You had to give something back. So the idea that socialism is just the government handing money out, the stain on socialism, because there are aspects of socialism that are positive, there are people that have money, and those people that have money in any society will naturally want to give it back. And the people that want to give it back will create these social programs and help people. But that's not government. That's private. And government may facilitate some of it, But this is the small stain on socialism, just as greed from a corporation is the stain on capitalism. Ultimately, capitalism builds such a wealthy, powerful, bougie society that people don't have any context or idea what it's like to live in a world where they don't have access to food, where they don't have access to electricity, where they don't have access to running water, clean water or any water, or clean food, or any food. Last night, we went down to the Albertsons about a mile down the road, and we were going to get some of this maple syrup because I was going to make a cookie dough with this maple syrup. You blend up garbanzo beans and flaxseed and a little baking powder. I think it's baking powder, baking soda, and a little maple syrup. Put some chocolate chips in it. You have a vegan cookie dough. So I'm all, I'm all about it. You know, I, I try to make things like that to kind of enjoy the, the sweeter side of life. And I'm walking into the store and I'm just thinking, every time I go into a store, the absolute abundance, even in times of shortage, even in times of price increase, the absolute abundance is not recognized, I guarantee you, by 99% of the people walking in and out of this store. We don't know how good we have it in the United States. And we have this Calvinistic self-hatred that we should destroy the system that allows us to be so arrogant as to suggest we should destroy our way of life. And you might not have known this, but in the last 48 hours, the World Government Summit concluded. I'm going to tell you about that when we come back from break. Once again, the World Government Summit calling for a new world order. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Great Setup. We'll be back. It's the Secret Teachings Radio, one of the homes of the original Super Bowl analysis, exclusively airing on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is The Secret Teachings Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the name and start listening today for free. But if you want to avoid those annoying ads, head on over to thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to the ad-free archive. It's got old shows, new shows, and you can also download Ryan's digital books. Subscribe today. What are you waiting for? The end of the world? If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of my research in your hands, visit our website and grab physical and digital copies of my books. 
Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, theology, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. And food philosophy might just change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Remember, shipping is always included with the books. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and get your copy today. The Secret Teachings is now on Gab and Getter. Search Ryan Gable on both to find the show or stick with The Secret Teachings in the Metaverse. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk Entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Do you have everything you need to explore The Secret Teachings? I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel. Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? Hey, this is Charlie Robinson, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. This is David Icke from DavidIcke.com, author of The Phantom Self and The Perception Deception, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. So you probably didn't hear about the World Government Summit 2022, leaders of global institutions, corporations, governments, finance, academia, media, and technology gathering in the United Arab Emirates in Dubai on the 29th of March through the 30th, just this week. Probably didn't hear about it because, you know, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. By the way, I love how the Academy said... We don't condone violence in their open letter. Did you read that? Did you hear about that? We don't condone violence. I mean, literally every single Hollywood movie, most of which is degenerate filth, every single Hollywood movie is violence. But the Academy doesn't condone it. If they can make money off of violence and guns, they won't condone the violence, and they certainly won't condone guns because guns kill people as you've seen in virtually every Hollywood movie of the modern era ever. They don't condone violence, though. And while you're focused on that, while the media is focusing their attention on that, here are corporations, big finance, academia, media, technology, government institutions, global institutions, all getting together in the United Arab Emirates in Dubai 
March 29th through the 30th, to talk about how to implement what they, in their own words, call, not in my words, in their own words, they call this a new world order. Remember Joe Biden said that the other day? And everybody got really excited, and even people that aren't conspiracy theorists and people that don't pay attention to the news were sharing it on Reddit and Instagram and TikTok and Twitter. Oh my God, Joe Biden said New World Order, and they make a joke out of it and it becomes a meme. And radio hosts are sitting back like, yeah, so? But he said it's a New World Order. Yeah, aren't you concerned about it? Aren't I concerned about, aren't you, where have you been the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years? What are you talking about? Should I be concerned with it? You should be concerned with it. You should shut off your Reddit and your Instagram and your TikTok and pay attention to what's going on in the world. And now is a time when things are shifting. We're going to, there's going to be a new world order out there and we've got to lead it. We've got to unite the rest of the free world in doing it. There's going to be a new world order out there. Did you hear it? Did you hear it? Did you hear Joe Biden say that? Yeah, I heard Joe Biden say that. I've got hundreds of clips. I have the I have the old clip of Joe Biden saying that when he was vice president. He told a bunch of soldiers that. The new world order is just a shift into what we now call a great reset or more precisely to be surgical about this the fourth industrial revolution. That's what we're shifting into. The New World Order is the fourth industrial revolution. Now is the time when things are shifting. We're gonna, there's going to be a new world order out there. The New World Order out there. This is the fourth industrial revolution. What, what the fourth industrial revolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical, our digital, and our biological identities. That doesn't sound anything like the Borg, does it? Doesn't sound anything like the Borg from Star Trek. That's just Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum telling you about the Fourth Industrial Revolution or the New World Order of Joe Biden. But it's not of Joe Biden. It's of the whole world. We have people that get together at global government summits, world government summits, and they still have the audacity to tell us with the words World Government Summit World Government Summit lit up on stage. They still have the audacity to tell us that none of this is anything but a conspiracy theory. There is no new world order. There is no world government. Of course, people have gone crazy with the NWO and turned it into a meme, unfortunately, So when you do bring the World Government Summit 2022 to people's attention, they laugh it off because it becomes a meme, because they've co-opted investigation, they've co-opted asking questions, and they've turned it into a joke. First official day of World Government Summit here at Dubai Expo. This is the opening of that World Government Global Government Summit. Of this session, are we ready for a new world order? Well, the organizers here are nothing 
if not ambitious. This is, I think you will agree, a daunting subject for discussion at just after 9 a.m. on a Wednesday morning. It's very funny. 9 a.m. on a Wednesday morning. We're here to talk about the daunting subject of a new world order with governments, corporations, global institutions, academia, media, technology, etc., etc., etc. Remember when Justin Trudeau said that we need a great reset and then Joe Biden said we need a great reset and then Joe Biden said it's time for a new world order? And remember when we were told all of that was our imagination, all of that was a conspiracy theory, all of that was make-believe, all of that was fantasy, all of that was delusion. And you get these BuzzFeed-type people online where they play the clips of Klaus Schwab saying Fourth Industrial Revolution, of Joe Biden saying New World Order, of the World Government Summit opening up with the question, are we ready for a new world order? And then they sit there. They all look like these really scrawny men that have never taken care of themselves. They all have really, really fat girlfriends. And they all sit there and they play the clips. And then they say, well, I mean, can you imagine the complexity of designing a conspiracy like this and carrying it out with airtight secrecy? There's no way anybody could do that. Q, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, nobody knew about the World Government Summit. Did you know about the World Government Summit happening this week? Did you know about the World Economic Forum? Some people are on lap 400 of 500, and others haven't even started their car yet. But they're going to tell you all about why you should get a vaccine, all about why vaccines are safe and effective because science Science. Didn't science tell us that if you get a vaccine for COVID-19, you won't get sick, you won't spread it to others? And then they backtracked and they said, you can get sick, but it won't be as bad. And you can spread it to others, but if they get vaccinated too, even though they'll get it from you who shouldn't have got it because you got a vaccine, but you can get it, and then you spread it to them even though you shouldn't be able to spread it to them, and they shouldn't be able to get it because they got a vaccine, when they get it, they won't be as sick either. And then you got two. Then you got three. I did a show called One Shot, Two Shot, Three Shot, More. We talked with Don Lester and David Parker about the ridiculousness of all of this. It's in the archive at thesecretteachings.info. And now I hear, according to the New York Times, on the 29th of March, just two days ago, the FDA is allowing a second coronavirus booster for everyone 50 and older. Isn't that nice of them to have a second booster shot? So you got one, two, three, four, booster one, booster two. And then Joe Biden on the fake White House set, literally a fake White House set. You've never seen anything like this before in politics or in your life Unless you're talking about maybe uh, a parody, okay? If you're talking about like uh, Woody Allen's Bananas, you might have seen something like this. Joe Biden goes on TV and he gets a second booster shot on the fake White House set. Why is this guy in a fake White House? So now I'm going to get my second booster shot. Here he goes. 
He's crawling over to the seat. Here he is, set down really, really slowly. Can you comment on the declassified intelligence? And if you'll notice, just pay attention to his statement here. He says, I'm not sure why I'm doing it on stage. I'm not sure why I'm doing it on stage. And then he gets the the injection. What did President Zelensky tell you about? President Zelensky tell you about the fight against COVID here? This guy doesn't know where he's at. I've always thought that it discourages people getting the vaccination when I watch people get a needle in their arm. So uh, I apologize for discouraging him. It didn't hurt a bit. And uh, I was able to roll my sleeve up and thank you all. For I, I love just such a, a simple little statement like that. It didn't hurt a bit. I know it discourages people to see people having a needle put in their arm, but it didn't hurt a bit. Don't worry. Go ahead and get it. A second booster. One shot, two shot, three shot, four. Five shot, six shot, two boosters more. Is this reality? Have we slipped into an alternate reality? Another dimension? The FDA approved a second booster dose, and there goes the president to get that second booster dose. And people really love being told what to do, don't they? Not only that, but the FDA is seeking approval to have children. Not 10-year-olds, but babies injected, infants injected with these COVID-19 vaccines. And this is all part of the World Government Summit. I'll tell you why in a moment. If you didn't see this article you're going to want to go get a copy of this from Reuters on March 18th. The CDC is reporting fewer COVID-19 pediatric deaths now after a data correction. That's right. The U.S. CDC reported 966,575 deaths from COVID-19 on Friday. This was two weeks ago. After it corrected the data earlier this week, which reduced the death tallies in all age groups, including children. Now, why would they reduce those numbers? Can anybody think of a reason why the CDC would reduce those numbers? They just, oops, made a mistake or what happened? Well, according to the CDC and a statement they prepared for Reuters, They, quote, made adjustments to its COVID data trackers mortality data on March 14th because its algorithm was accidentally counting deaths that were not COVID related. The adjustment resulted in removal of 72,277 deaths previously reported across 26 states. They just removed them. The deaths removed include 416 pediatric deaths. 
According to Reuters, the reduction cut the CDC's estimate of deaths. That's a key statement right there. The CDC's estimate of deaths. Obviously, statistics are just an estimate, a guidepost. But when people think they're literal, people really show you how naive they are. It's an estimate. It cut the estimate of deaths in children by 24% to 1,341 as of March 18th. So just over 1,000 children died, supposedly, of COVID-19. Did they die with or from? Well, that's a question that we'd have to ask the CDC. And based on that tiny little number, not considering the number of kids who die every single year in car crashes and the number of kids who die every single year of being overweight and diseased and the children that are subject to the smut and the perversity on television that corrupt and kill their minds, despite all the things and all the horrors that children are faced with and all the things they have to suffer, a thousand kids over two years die And that is justification to experiment with an mRNA shot on the delicate developing body that is an infant. If we can't abort them and chop them to pieces and sell them from a Planned Parenthood Margaret Sanger eugenics clinic, we'll just inject them with an RNA altering shot that doesn't even protect adults and makes adults sicker. Which, by the way, one of the side effects of the COVID-19 vaccine is alopecia. For those of you who have been following that story, children are not susceptible to the so-called disease, and they certainly are not going to be helped by a vaccine, and yet the FDA is being asked to approve infant vaccines. Meanwhile, the CDC just removed 70-plus thousand deaths, And then there's uh, 416 pediatric deaths removed on the 14th of March. Basically, no children died of COVID exclusively because the CDC's website still says, quote, for over 5% of these deaths, so 5% of the 900 plus thousand, just 5%, COVID was the only cause. For the deaths with the other conditions, we're talking about 900 plus thousand In addition to COVID-19, there were four additional comorbidities or conditions or causes per death. You probably should know that. Why? Because the COVID-19 crisis or the COVID-19 crisis is an opportunity to do things that we otherwise wouldn't be able to do. The things we otherwise wouldn't be able to do include resetting the financial system. Resetting the idea and the role of what a government is and what a government should be doing. Like distributing a universal basic income, we call them stimulus checks. We call them gas cards. In some places like California, they just outright call them universal basic income. To do other things like reshape the food supply. Last night, we talked about cattle and cattle mutilations. And we looked at a few different angles of cattle mutilations. One of those angles includes the experimentation on cattle by both the military 
and pharmaceutical companies. And despite how incredible it sounds, I know that it sounds pretty incredible. It sounds crazy. It sounds insane. But despite how insane, despite how incredible, despite how wacky it sounds, we know that a lot of things have happened in the last three years that sound a lot like science fiction. For example, just a few days ago, National Geographic reported revived research into contagious vaccines that could be spread between hosts without consent or knowledge. The goal of that research was to end bovine tuberculosis. By the way, it dates back to the 1980s, and they tested the vaccines that were contagious on rabbits in Spain in 1999. The research was not approved by the European Medicines Agency. We also know that just in the last two years, since the so-called pandemic, SAB Biotherapeutics in South Dakota conducted trials on cow-generated antibodies against MERS, a so-called cousin of SARS-CoV-2, by giving the cows injections of genomes and proteins. Did you also know that last year, 2021, the Agricultural Research Service, as reported on by the USDA, began experimenting with bacterium proteins to develop a cocktail vaccine for protecting cattle from diseases like paratuberculosis. Not to mention, in Japan, transgenic mosquitoes, called a flying syringe, are meant to develop malaria injections via saliva, research that was funded in Japan by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation funneling money to Jiki Medical University in Japan. All of these are invisible technologies akin to neurograins, flying microchips, and smart dust, the goal to hijack natural organic systems, surveil them, and influence the host. In other words, an invisible pestilence, an invisible plague, to merge our biological and technological distinctiveness into our, the Borg, own. What, what the fourth industrial revolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical, our digital, and our biological identities. A fusion of all of our identities connecting us to the Internet of Things and the smart grid. Now, how would they do that? Well, the body would have to be part of that system. Nobody would be able to escape it. How would you be able to carry this out? You would probably have to integrate the organic system into a synthetic one, which is what Ray Kurzweil from Google said, that all matter will be infected with nanobots, trees, grass, water, you, everything. That is the invisible plague. That is the invisible pestilence. That is what is being proposed. That is what is being likely already distributed throughout the world in order to connect you to machines, in order to prevent dissent once the world has been reset. And part of that means, going back to my original statement a moment ago, part of that means governments have to be reinstituted and reimagined 
and redesigned. What do governments actually do? They're not meant to preserve rights and protect the rights of people. Governments are meant to control. Governments are meant to distribute universal basic income and decide whether you have a right to live, whether you have a right to speak, whether you have a right to experience other parts of the world, whether you have a right to have a family, whether you have a right to practice the religion that you see fit, whether you have a right to consume meat or not. Bill Gates's favorite food is a hamburger. Look it up if you don't believe me. He's not going to stop eating meat. Now because of the COVID-19 crisis, we have dairy and meat that we're throwing out because there's too much of it and because we don't know what else to do with it. And because of the COVID-19 crisis and climate change, we need to get rid of animal agriculture altogether, they tell us. But they get to keep the meat. They get to keep the sugar. They get to keep the chocolate. They get to keep the real butter. We don't get it because that's equality. That's justice. If a communist system is offering you all of these wonderful things, there must be a price. The price is collectivism, the end of the individual, the end of the free market, the end of free expression and free movement and free religious worship, and the equality of poverty. Because you will, after all, own nothing and be happy about it. If communism is giving you all of these wonderful things, we should live in a world now that has an immense amount of wealth. And we do. But it's not because of communism. It's because of industrialization. It's because of capitalist societies. And so if a capitalist society implies greed, there has to be something to be greedy over. If a communist society is promising you all these wonderful things and throughout history they give you nothing but suffering and poverty, then you know that communism implies just that. Where there essentially is no greed, except by the very tip-top, tiny percent that control the government and the Politburo and are given authority to rape and pillage and do whatever they want, ultimately they become eliminated too by the government. If capitalism implies greed because there's wealth, to be greedy over, communism implies poverty where there's nothing to be greedy over. That's like when a parent takes a toy away from two kids who are fighting over it, and the parent says, well, now neither of you get it. Now you're both equal. That is what the Great Reset is all about. Now you will be made equal. The Great Reset is, in effect, a Tower of Babel. The transhumanist globalist elitists creating a system for themselves, not for the people. Convincing you that you should culturally castrate yourself because you are bad for the planet that they want possession of. You are a threat to their system. Therefore, you should own nothing and be happy and slowly allow yourself to be phased out because you, Mr. Wordsworth, are obsolete. The state has determined it. And so we go about our lives acquiescing to the water heating up, acquiescing to the slow doses of poison, thinking that next time 
We'll be able to adapt to the poison. We'll be able to adapt to the water as it increases. And as the poison increases and the water temperature rises, we're starting to realize we're choking. Our throat's swelling shut. Our skin is burning. And we think if we just go along with the scam, with the setup, it'll all go away. The reality is, it will not go away. It will get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse until you resist it. Petty tyrants and professional tyrants throughout history have done precisely what we see happening today. But the sophistication of the psychological warfare has increased to the point where it is almost like an artificial intelligence, perfect anticipating every move, knowing exactly what you're going to think and say and do so they can get 10 moves and steps ahead of you, knowing exactly how you're going to react and then coercing your compliance into obsolescence. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings Radio. Check us out at thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe to the show archive and check out all of the shows, the montages, and the digital books. You get access to all of them at www.thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe. We need your support to stay on air. I try to give you as much as possible for the cheapest cost. You can also buy my books on the website where I break a lot of what we're discussing tonight down, including the Technological Elixir. Go check out that book on the website with reviews and comments by other authors and radio hosts. If you'd like to contact us, rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. Check us out on Patreon for behind-the-scenes videos. Grab a T-shirt at TeePublic and stay with us. There's a lot more after this right here on The Secret Teachings. It's the great setup. We'll be back. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the Montage Archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM.
You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Based on evolving intelligence, Russia may be planning a cyber attack against us, and it's coming. With regard to food shortage, yes, we did talk about food shortages, and uh, and it's going to be real. It's coming. To the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole, potential cyber pandemic. It's not only a great reset, it's a great deception. Replacing mum and dad, small businesses and private enterprises with big tech and big business. Democracy and free enterprise go out the window, totalitarian government control slides in through the back door. And now is a time when things are shifting. We're gonna, there's going to be a new world order out there. You will own nothing and be happy. Under the World Economic Forum's vision, governments will own everything. That's a win for them. Meanwhile, you own nothing, which is a win for you. World Government Summit. Are we ready for a new world order? I think is we're on the brink of a dramatic change where we are about to, and I'll say this boldly, we're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting. It means digital. It means having a record of every single transaction that happens in the economy. This great reset is about expanding government power and suppressing liberty worldwide. I see the need for a great reset. There's no longer any doubt that humans are heating up the oceans, land and sea by burning fossil fuels. So people assume we are just going back to the good old world which we had. This is, uh, let's say, fiction. It will not happen. Remember, the stated goal by these people is depopulation of the planet. A transhumanist revolution that results in the death of the vast majority of the world population. And out of that cataclysm, a new super race. What the fourth industrial revolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical, our digital, and our biological identities. Are we ready for a new world order? Potential cyber pandemic. It's coming. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings radio broadcast. Monday through Friday, five nights a week. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. You can check out our website, thesecretteachings.info. For more information about the show, subscribe to our advertisement-free archive. Grab copies of my books. If you do that, we stay on air, www.thesecretteachings.info. 
The World Government Summit 2022 wrapped up this week, calling for a digital currency, the shutting off of the world's power, and, quote, a new world order. That's how the summit started out, asking that question, are we ready for a new world order? It's really just a great reset or a great setup, the Fourth Industrial Revolution or the Fourth Reich, an attempt to render the organic world obsolete, replacing it with a synthetic system where machines and humans are merged into one identity. It involves a new system of transportation, finance, agriculture, power, and family. This means the government decides where you can go and win, what you can purchase with your digital money based on a social credit score, what food you can consume. It'll mostly be insects, because you're a peasant. Can you have electricity? No, because that's harmful to the environment. Can you have children? Not if the government says no. You'll be castrated anyway, chemically or physically, because children are also bad for the planet. Most importantly, it's a system wherein the government decides who lives and who dies. It's lockdown, quarantine, supply chain restrictions created by artificial scarcity and fear-inducing media coverage, 2.0. Pivoting from biological threats to war, biological threats to war. We've always been at war with Russia. We've never been at war with a microbe. The next phase is a comprehensive cyber attack, a cyber pandemic to usher in this new system that by any other means is still tyranny and the erosion of your right to be born and exist in this world because some people believe they have a right to rule and you have a right to die. It's a very alien ideology, isn't it? It feels like an alien invasion, doesn't it? I just can't get my mind off of that what it feels like. But while we're watching Will Smith and Chris Rock, and everybody's talking about it, is it real? Is it fake? Alopecia vaccines, oh my God. Here's the World Government Forum, the World Government Summit taking place in Dubai, and nobody concerns themselves with that. What's the Academy going to do to Will Smith? What's the World Economic Forum going to do to everybody? There is a World Government Summit It's been going on for many, many years, since 2013, and they just had their get-together this week with big letters illuminated on stage that literally say World Government Summit for 2022. And Becky Anderson from CNN, that's the Communist News Network, Becky Anderson from CNN got on stage and began... The conversation, you can watch all six-plus hours of it online, by asking the question, Are we ready for a new world order? Are we ready for a new world order? Kind of sounds what, like what Joe Biden said the other day, right? Kind of sounds like what Joe Biden said. We're gonna, there's going to be a new world order out there. A new world order out there, just like Joe Biden. What is this new world order? What is the Great Reset? The Great Reset is the resetting of the financial system. The Great Reset is the resetting of the food and agricultural system. The Great Reset is the resetting of how we think about governments and how governments operate. So basically a financial system where everything is digital. You thought Bitcoin was the way to get out of the paper scam? 
They tricked you. They put a Bitcoin on the floor and you grabbed it and they pulled the string and you followed it. You thought that blockchain and Bitcoin and all these cryptocurrencies were the way out of slavery. No, 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 no. They were the opening of the door to perpetual slavery. Because when you don't do what you're told, you don't get access to basic necessities. That's part of the government's new job, to turn on food and water and luxury when they decide. You won't have much luxury, though, because you'll own nothing and you'll be happy about it. You'll like it. So shut up and use your social credit score. Don't say, don't do, don't post, don't tweet, don't Instagram, don't TikTok, anything that could be a violation of community standards now, or we'll have to shut off your water and power. Don't have a party and have your friends over. We'll have to shut off your power, says the mayor of Los Angeles a few years ago, because we're trying to keep you safe. This is the real world, by the way. This is not a science fiction movie. Resetting the financial system. How would they reset the financial system? Well, again, they scammed you into accepting the digital currency and the digital identification. Here's Pipa Magrin, an economist speaking at the World Government Summit within the last 48 hours. I think is we are on the brink of a dramatic change where we are about to, and I'll say this boldly, we're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting and introduce a new one. And the new one, the new accounting, is what we call blockchain. It means digital. It means having an almost perfect record of every single transaction that happens in the economy, which will give us far greater clarity over what's going on. It also A far greater clarity of what's going on. No, it'll give you far greater control. You use the wrong C word. I can think of another C word to call this woman. It's not greater clarity. It's greater control. That's what it's all about. Greater control. And then she even goes on to suggest what might sound reasonable. We would basically need to have a a digital bill of rights. Sounds good. Who's going to write this digital bill of rights? The same people that tricked you into accepting the digital identity? What is this bill of rights? You have a right to transact so long as you don't violate community standards, of course. It will give us far greater clarity over what's going on. It also raises huge dangers in terms of the balance of power between states and citizens. In my opinion, we're going to need a digital constitution of human rights if we're going to have digital money. Uh, But also, this new money will be sovereign in nature. Most people think that digital money is crypto and private. But what I see are superpowers introducing digital currency. The Chinese were the first. The U.S. is on the brink, I think, of... Yes, with a social credit score in China. So just like Black Mirror, you say a word that somebody doesn't like, you don't smile at somebody, they dock you social credit points. Now you can't buy that muffin. Now you can't buy that plane ticket because your social credit score is too low. You can't buy food. You can't buy water. What's a digital constitution going to do 
when the people that write it say things like, you will own nothing and be happy. Telling people that you will be a serf, you will work the land, you will work for the lords, us, and you will like it. And if you don't like it, you will starve to death, you will be dehydrated, you will not get food or water, and you certainly won't be able to enjoy any nicety in life. You won't be able to go to the theater. You won't be able to go to the baseball game or the football game or the hockey game. You won't be able to go see a movie. You won't be able to go hang out with your friends. Go to the park, have a drink, go out to eat. You won't be able to do any of that because you don't own anything. And you love it because you're happy. Because you've been entered into a pharmacological state of conformity. Just like Aldous Huxley wrote. A pharmacological method of getting people to love their servitude. You've been entered into this agreement and you've signed on the dotted line, and you've clicked accept without reading the terms of service because you already do that with every application you download, every contract you sign. You want that new car sign right here. You want to go to school sign right here. Now they've rewritten the social contract, and they're rewriting human rights to give them control and authority over those rights. They're entering your name into the digital book of life. And those that refuse, for any reason, will be entered into the digital book of death. You will no longer be a part of society. What they call a civil society. But a sick civil society is truly an ill, uncivil society. You will be entered into the digital system. And they're going to do this with contagious vaccines. These contagious vaccines that we talked about last night for curing bovine tuberculosis, for example, the USDA is already working on this. They're not using contagious vaccines. They're using proteins rather than live or weakened or dead viruses. They're using basically mRNA technology to reduce cases of paratuberculosis in cattle. Different line of research, but very similar. Bill Gates also funded directly a Japanese university to develop genetically modified transgenic mosquitoes that are flying syringes that deliver via saliva malaria shots. It'll be all around you all the time, like smart dust, neurograins, flying microchips, flying syringes. You won't have a way to opt out of it. The system also includes reshaping, resetting, setting up a new food system. You don't get to have meat, sugar, chocolate, butter, anything. Now let me do something that you won't hear on most radio shows. I'm going to be objective here for a moment. I don't eat meat. I don't eat dairy. I think dairy is disgusting. I think milk is disgusting with all the pus and the blood and the feces. I think meat is disgusting. I think every little piece of fried food is disgusting. That's me. I have a right to believe that without anybody else telling me what to think. I have a right to believe that, and I don't believe it because of Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates and genetically engineered foods. I have a right to believe that because that's my natural, organic, God-given preference. On the other hand, If you want to eat meat, eat meat. 
You should be aware that you probably shouldn't eat meat three meals a day, seven days a week. You will absolutely shorten your lifespan. You will absolutely suffer from chronic disease. But if you want to eat meat, eat meat. If you want to drink milk, it'll weaken your bones, but drink milk. So acidic, it leaches the calcium out of the bones. That's why women that drink milk are more susceptible to osteoporosis. But if you want to drink milk, drink milk. I find those industries reprehensible for the most part, but if you're going to do it, maybe do it on a local level. But I don't do those things, and I don't do those things because I want you to also stop doing them, and I want you to eat maggots, and I want you to drink cockroach milk. I want you to eat bugs and insects. No, I'm not an elitist. I'm not a psychopath. I just feel better when I eat only plants and grains and seeds and nuts, and I can create a whole menu of items that are beautiful. I make sushi. I make soup. I make chili. I make burritos. I make anything and everything you can imagine, and I don't need meat or dairy to do it. I made cookie dough last night. I got garbanzo beans and uh, maple syrup. It's delicious. I don't think you need to eat that way, though. I don't think you need to eat insects. Because of the COVID-19 crisis, as they call it, they're telling you now, this is an opportunity to reshape, reimagine, reset, and set up a new food system where we eliminate meat, mostly. But Bill Gates, whose favorite food is meat, gets to continue to eat hamburgers. You don't. You're a peasant. You don't get to eat what the lords eat. You don't get to eat what the king eats. You get to starve to death, peasant. You can eat the straw on your roof like the peasants in communist China got to eat after the revolution. You can eat dirt and cement your stomachs and die, peasant, like the communist peasants in China got to eat. And if you don't like it and you try to store some food and keep food that the government didn't authorize you to store and consume, they'll chop your head off. They'll shoot you in the head. They'll rape your wife in front of you and then kill her. And then they'll drag you through the streets, make you at a struggle session, be spit on, have feces thrown at you. This, these are real things. This isn't exaggeration or hyperbole. This is what communists do. And then you'll have your throat slit if you're lucky. If you're not lucky, you'll live the rest of your miserable days in extreme poverty until you die of exposure and starvation, knowing that your wife, even though she was raped and killed in front of you, probably is in a better place now. Your children, don't get me started on your children. Communists have a lot of wonderful things for kids. First, they brainwash them. Then they confuse them sexually. Then they rape them in about 10 different ways, and then they either submit to the system and become a jester in the court of the Politburo, or they chop them to little pieces and sell the body parts. Because, oh man, Planned Parenthood, the birth control society, is all about family planning, and it's certainly all about women getting to have the right to choose. Planned Parenthood isn't a eugenics organization or anything. Margaret Sanger wasn't in the KKK or anything. Bill Gates' father didn't assist with Planned Parenthood or anything. Thomas Watson wasn't a eugenicist or anything. But the Watson AI computer deciding if you live or die at the hospital Oh, you didn't know about that. 
the AI system for healthcare was literally based on eugenics, where they're not going to give white people certain treatments in New York City because they're white. Oh, you thought it was about racial equality. You thought it was all about justice. Now, it's just us. It's not us. It's just them. So you won't get any meat. You can have synthetic meat. You can have 3D printed plastic meat. You can have lab-grown meat. Even the plant-based meats, as far as I'm concerned, are disgusting. They're an insult. Eat a veggie burger. Plant-based meats are probably worse than real meat. Just eat real meat. Well, you don't get to because Bill Gates needs to have a lifetime supply of it and an excess of it because he's Bill Gates. He's a god. He's a lord. You're a serf. You work the land. You starve. You die. That's the way the system works because he is God. And you are obsolete, Mr. Wordsworth. You are a pathetic weasel scum. And the state has determined It has no place for you anymore. That's the great reset. Resetting the financial system, you go digital. They can turn off your food and water at any time. You don't smile at a Joe Biden speech? (laughs) You don't get food. Have you heard these commercials on the radio or TV recently where you've got people that are like, I was a lifelong Republican. And then I saw what Joe Biden did when he got in office And I realized this was the smartest, most intelligent, beautiful man I've ever seen. I'm now a Democrat. When in reality, what's actually happening is Democrats who are actually Democrats are becoming moderate and moderates are becoming conservative and people are running away from the progressive, psychopathic, so-called left. That's what's really happening. But they have to mirror that and have conservatives or so-called conservatives, be like, he's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Praise Jesus, Joe Biden, he's so smart. Can't even finish a sentence, but he's so smart. He said, Putin, you can't remain in office. You're mentally ill. I love Joe Biden. I'd rather have nuclear war. I'd rather pay $10 a gallon of gas. Those Ukrainians, we love Ukrainians. Can you find it on the map? (laughs) No, but you love Ukraine. You stand with Ukraine. I saw a sign downtown here in Tucson yesterday. I was driving back from the store. I saw a sign on somebody's house downtown. Big wall, big wall around this house. The same houses where I lived here three years ago and all the houses with big walls around them near the Sam Hughes neighborhood. If you don't know what that is, look it up. It's the richest area in Tucson, I think. Big walls that all said no no wall. We're against this wall. No border, no wall, no USA at all. But they've got big walls around their house. Same house. A big sign in the yard, blue and yellow, and it says, Stop War. And I thought, if Putin only saw that, his tanks would immediately malfunction and turn back. If Putin only saw that, it would all end. Well, Actually, that was the second thing I thought. The first thing I thought was, are these people for real? Um, Iraq, Afghanistan, Somalia, Syria, Yemen, Libya, Egypt, and so on and so on and so on and so forth and so forth and so forth. The Project for the New American Century. Anybody want to talk about that? Using biological agents and weapons and using, I don't know, the threat of terrorism to restructure and reshape society. Oh, yeah. The neocons are in on the scam that the neoliberals are orchestrating. Did you know that? Because they're all part of the same big club. And guess what? You ain't in it. And if you think you're in it, you're GD delusional. You're not in the big club. It's conservatives. It's liberals. It's Everybody in those positions of power. 
And here's the thing, you know, I don't trust a lot of these new progressive conservatives, people like uh, Madison Cawthorn. But this guy goes onto a radio show and he says, look, he says, I was invited to basically what amount to, to sexual orgies. And now they've got hit pieces on him in the New York Times today. House Republicans tire of Madison Cawthorn's antics. Some in his district have too. People are like, I'm not voting for him. He said representatives of the U.S. government go to orgies. How dare he? Go to orgies? We'd only be so lucky. These people don't go to orgies. These people go to things a lot worse than orgies, folks. A whole lot worse than orgies. If Republican men and Republican women and Democratic men and Democratic women were just banging each other and banging prostitutes, we might be okay. But if you read the Franklin scandal, it's an eight-year-old girl being forced to give a senator a blowjob on camera. That's the kind of orgies that they go to. But I'm not voting for Madison Cawthorn. He said that Congress members go to orgies. How dare he? How dare you tell people what we're really doing? The World Government Summit this week in Dubai. And they're just openly calling for a new world order. They're openly calling for a new financial system. Oh, and by the way, you also don't get to have energy anymore. You don't get coal. You don't get oil. You don't get cheap, reliable. Turn it on whenever you want. Turn it off whenever you want. And because of new technological developments and lots of money being put into this over the years, relatively clean technologies, you get no power, no energy, no food, no water, unless the government tells you you can, no family. You get nothing because you own nothing and you're happy. Okay, just accept it. We have to ramp up clean and renewables and at the same time decarbonize our hydrocarbons. If we are to achieve net zero by 2050, this is the sector we have to focus on. And this transition must be just and it must be fast. And it, it must be just and it must be fast. Justice, energy justice. What does that mean? Getting rid of coal, getting rid of oil, getting rid of all the renewable, reliable energies. You might not think coal and oil are renewable, but they essentially are because we're always finding new coal. We're always finding new oil reserves. Some might even say oil is itself replenishing. Uh, I'm saying renewable in the sense of like, well, trees are renewable. We can always plant more. I'm saying that oil and coal are renewable because we keep finding more. We keep getting more efficient in how we use it. If we never adapted or had any kind of innovation, then yeah, we'd run out of things. That'd be pretty stupid. But humans always adapt. Humans always innovate. And we do so in a very short period of time. And especially when we need to immediately. Forcing an artificial adaptation is socially engineering, culturally engineering, and economically engineering to centralize control into the hands of a few who control relatively inefficient forms of energy like solar and wind. I can put a solar panel up right here going outside of my house where I've got sunlight you know, pretty much every day, all day, because I'm in Tucson, Arizona. But if you're living in Portland or Rochester or you're living in any other part of the country or the world where you don't get sunlight most of the time, that solar panel ain't going to mean squat unless you can get a battery that can hold a lot of that energy where you can find ways to transfer energy without losing that energy we don't have the resources we don't have the technology to shift like that 
To do that is to literally shut the world down. That's lockdown 2.0, shutting down the world for climate change. So this is what the World Government Forum Summit 2022 is all about. This is the Great Reset, a fourth industrial revolution. You reshape the financial system. Everything is digital, a digital currency, a social credit score. You reshape agriculture and food production. Bill Gates gets to eat a cheeseburger. You don't. You get to eat maggots. You get to eat cockroaches. You get to drink cockroach and maggot milk. You don't get to have food. In fact, you own nothing and you love it. You like it. You enjoy it. You are a individual who has been put into a collectivized system and placed on pharmaceuticals so that you are placed into a pharmacological method of servitude and compliance. It is the reshaping of governments that institute universal basic incomes to have control over your food, water, and your resources. So when you don't do what you're told to do, you die, peasant. This is the great setup. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings www.thesecretteachings.info Please grab one of my books. Please subscribe to our full ad-free show archive and stay with us. We'll be back. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the Montage Archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Based on evolving intelligence, Russia may be planning a cyber attack against us, and it's coming. With regard to food shortages, yes, we did talk about food shortages, and, uh, and it's going to be real. 
chaos coming to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole, potential cyber pandemic. It's not only a great reset, it's a great deception. Replacing mum and dad, small businesses and private enterprises with big tech and big business. Democracy and free enterprise go out the window, totalitarian government control slides in through the back door. And now's the time when things are shifting. We're gonna, there's gonna be a new world order out there. You will own nothing and be happy. Under the World Economic Forum's vision, governments will own everything. That's a win for them. Meanwhile, you own nothing, which is a win for you. World Government Summit. Are we ready for a new world order? I think is we are on the brink of a dramatic change where we are about to, and I'll say this boldly, we're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting. It means digital. It means having a record of every single transaction that happens in the economy. This great reset is about expanding government power and suppressing liberty worldwide. I see the need for a great reset. There's no longer any doubt that humans are heating up the oceans, land and sea by burning fossil fuels. So people assume we are just going back to the good old world which we had. This is, uh, let's say, fiction. It will not happen. Remember, the stated goal by these people is depopulation of the planet. A transhumanist revolution that results in the death of the vast majority of the world population. And out of that cataclysm, a new super race. What the fourth industrial revolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical, our digital, and our biological identities. Are we ready for a new world order? Potential cyber pandemic is coming. The Great Reset, the Great Setup, the Fourth Industrial Revolution, the rise of the Fourth Reich. It's coming. Does anybody find it strange that the World Economic Forum and the president of the free world use the same campaign slogans? Or Justin Trudeau in Canada, he also uses the same campaign slogans great reset build back better does anybody find that suspicious does anybody find it odd that the world economic forum says we're going to face a cyber attack it's going to make covid19 look like nothing we're going to face this cyber attack very soon it's imminent it's coming it's coming it's coming in 2021 The Cyber Polygon exercise, much like the Event 201, took place at approximately the exact same time as consecutive ransomware attacks compromised infrastructure, data, oil, gas, transportation, meat, and food, and grocery stores and schools in the United States and around the world. Now, this started in 2020 with the SolarWinds hack, accessing critical infrastructure, In April of 2021, the Colonial Pipeline hack targeted oil, gas, and transportation. In May of 2021, JBS, the world's largest beef supplier, was attacked. Then in July of 2021, information technology firm Kesia was targeted with the hack compromising between 800 and 1,500 businesses around the world, including schools and grocery stores. And of course, 
with these supply chain attacks, it would seem that the World Economic Forum is able to predict the future. When they're running an exercise about cybersecurity and securing supply chains in the name of Cyber Polygon, which comes from the word polygonon, which means to neuter, interesting in and of itself, when they're running that exercise on cybersecurity and supply chain security called Cyber Polygon and cyber attacks happen, it reminds one of the 7-7 bombings. So you were running a drill of a terrorist attack in this location at the same time that it happened in that location based on the drill you were running. Yes, that's right. The Pentagon was planning on planes being hijacked and flown into buildings running a drill the morning of 9-11? Yeah, that's right. The cyber polygon exercise on cybersecurity and supply chain security was being organized and conducted right when major infrastructure, agriculture, food production, transportation, grocery stores, and schools were all hacked over a period of a few weeks. My God, Klaus Schwab must have a crystal ball. He's absolutely practicing crystallomancy and communicating with spirits because how else would he know the future so well unless he was instrumental in orchestrating those events. Here's the summit mission from the World Government Summit on their website where they call for shaping the future of governments. And you can find their website, just like the World Economic Forum. They actually have a website. Just go to worldgovernmentsummit.org, and there you'll see it. Here's what their summit statement is all about, their mission statement. The World Government Summit organization is a global Neutral, oh, they're neutral. Nonprofit organization, nonprofit, huh? With some of the richest, most powerful people organizing it. They don't need profit. Dedicated to shaping the future of governments. The summit and its various activities explores the agenda of the next generation of governments, focusing on harnessing innovation and technology to solve universal challenges facing humanity. Since its inception in 2013, the summit has championed the mission of shaping future governments and creating a better future for humanity. The past seven editions of the summit have successfully established a new model to collaborate on an international playing field to inspire and enable the next generation of governments. A new generation of governments controlled through innovating and through technology. Now, how would they be able to carry out these new forms of government with all this new technology, well, of course, Silicon Valley and big corporations might be able to help them out a little bit. Sounds a little bit like a corporatocracy. Sounds a little bit like fascism, depending on who controls the corporation, whether they are privately controlled, publicly controlled, or the government controls them. There's a company called Lumen. Lumen Technologies, Inc., an American telecommunications company headquartered in Monroe, Louisiana. They offer a lot of different services, networking solutions, security solutions, cloud solutions, voice and managed services. They're a Fortune 500 company. You've probably never heard of them before. Here's one of Lumen's commercials. Tell me if this doesn't sound eerily like Klaus Schwab's Great Reset. Actually, 
I'll just spoil it for you. It sounds eerily like it because they literally use the words fourth industrial revolution. And they're at the forefront of it. It's big corporations and big money and big banks that get to be the lords and you get to be the serfs and you get to starve to death and you get to die with no money, with no food, with no power, with no family. This is the Lumen commercial for Smart Grids and the Fourth Industrial it's no secret Revolution. That, that were once a distant dream are now an imminent reality. Cars driving themselves, traffic lights talking to each other, parking spots searching for cars. But what's even more amazing is that these miracles keep getting more miraculous every day. Imagine hundreds of thousands of autonomous cars sharing information every moment to improve passenger safety. Traffic lights sharing data on traffic patterns to improve congestion after a game. Sensors monitoring pollution levels and knowing when to change two bike lanes to three. Now imagine this intelligent city getting more intelligent every day. This is the fourth industrial revolution. A revolution driven by data from millions of IoT devices, analyzed by artificial intelligence and machine learning, transforming cities and businesses and people's lives. Enabled by Lumen. With edge computing, we bring the cloud closer to you, enabling applications to be delivered at lightning speed. Our nearly 450,000 route mile fiber network is the most interconnected across the globe. And our embedded security allows for rapid threat intelligence, so threats can be stopped at their points of origin before they cause harm. It's not surprising that Lumen is helping transform practically every industry on the planet, from retail to manufacturing to healthcare to smart cities. Welcome to the fourth industrial revolution. Welcome to Lumen. The Fourth Industrial Revolution. Maybe you never heard Klaus Schwab. The Fourth Industrial Revolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical, our digital, and our biological identities. You know, where is AOC? Where are the progressives attacking a company like Lumen, a Fortune 500 company? They are still using a shareholder model. They're not using the stakeholder model that Klaus Schwab developed. They're using the shareholder model of capitalism. Where are these progressives when it comes to a company like Lumen? Is it because Lumen's part of the cult? Because Lumen's building a better world, a safer, more secure world with cloud computing that they bring closer to you with self-driving cars and bike lanes that know when to split into three? Because they're developing the smart grid? Does anybody find it suspicious that we're told about equality and justice and economic opportunity and success? And yet Fortune 500 companies that apparently these people hate, these big corporations, are running the whole show and the whole operation? Does anybody find it strange that the fourth industrial revolution that's being manufactured and forced with big money, not through ingenuity, not through innovation, not through adaptation, it's not like Kraft Cheese, where this guy invents a shelf-stable cheese. It's not like Hershey's Chocolate, where this guy pays his workers a decent rate of pay, a lot more money than anybody else was making at the time, and creates a product that at the time was very clean and very, very minimally processed. Now, this is billionaires reshaping society synthetically and artificially, seeing their opportunity to squash the development 
of any kind of liberty based on the new technologies that we have that can either be used for more freedom or more top-down governmental corporate control. So what is that fourth industrial revolution? A smart city that we are integrated and we are part of, where we don't have a right to travel? Don't worry, there'll be a cyber attack on transportation. We don't have a right to transact because we said or tweeted something that the government or some corporation didn't like. We violated some terms, some policy. A new financial system is what it sounds like because we're getting rid of the old financial system. As Pipa Megrin, an economist at the World Government Summit, said just a day and a half ago. I think is we are on the brink of a dramatic change where we are about to, and I'll say this boldly, we're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting and introduce a new one. A new one. She said it'll be based on blockchain and cryptocurrency. (laughs) You thought it was a free and open, decentralized form of currency. My God. They scammed you. I've stayed away from Bitcoin and digital currency since that Stuff was first introduced. I knew it was a scam, especially when I read that J.P. Morgan was investing in it. Big banks and big corporations get involved? I don't think so. Of course, government can institute their own money. Of course, government can create their own currency. It says that in our Constitution. Congress coins money. Not the Federal Reserve. Congress coins money. Not a privatized bank, an offshore cartel that gets to decide what the value of money and resources are. Congress has a right. Congress has the authority. Congress can coin money. You know, what's so funny about all of this is that we're being told all these wonderful things about equality and equity and economics and in finance and in in food and even in electricity and power, things that we're, we're very well aware of here in the United States, in the Western world. We developed the modern world. We built up Saudi Arabia. We've destroyed much of the Middle East. We know what it means to be equal in comparison to the rest of the world. You're telling us things that sound good because you know that those are the things that build a better world. If only we were to institute a truly liberal form of government, a libertarian form of government worldwide with free markets and open access to things, maybe the whole world in individual countries with their culture, their nationality, their ethnicity, all of that preserved, would become wealthy like the United States. In fact, we know that would be the case, but instead of doing that, we're going to reshape the financial system so a handful of elitist psychopaths have complete control of everything. That's not equal. We're told because of the Ukraine situation, don't drive if gas is expensive. We're told the government is going to ban oil importation, and then you read the bill and it says, only oil that isn't contracted or agreed upon or energy that isn't contracted or agreed upon. That's pretty much all of the energy and oil. So none of it's really banned. And yet prices are going to go up and up and up and up and up. They're $7 right now in California, in Los Angeles. Transportation. 
Just don't drive anymore. Don't go on vacation. You don't need to. Sell your car. Buy a bike. Bloomberg told us that just a few days ago. And hey, if you can't pay for medications for your pets, let them die. Let your pets die. Sell your car and eat lentils because you are obsolete. We have no need for you anymore. Reshaping transportation so you can't go anywhere. That's lockdown 2.0. That's quarantine 2.0. They got you accustomed to it with a disease. Now they're going to force it on you because you are the disease. You see how that works? Changing the financial system so everything is digital. A new system. You don't get food, water, or anything because you ultimately don't own anything and you like it, you enjoy it, you're happy. Putting you into a pharmacological state of psychosis, of numbness. That's the new medical system. And the new agricultural system is you eat maggots, you drink cockroach milk, you eat lentils, and Bill Gates gets to eat his favorite food, a hamburger. Synthetic meat is your only other option. And power. No more fossil fuels, no more oil, no more gas. You don't get to use any of that. I love how countries are touting, we use renewables. Like the UK says, we use 10% of our renewables come from biomass. What's biomass? Oh, it's trees. So you're basically cutting down trees for energy. And not only cutting down trees, you're actually shipping those trees from the US on diesel-powered ships, which emit more than if you just were to maybe use, I don't know, fossil fuels that are far cleaner. So... When you think about the introduction of all these wonderful alternative energies, if they were advanced and we had a lot of research into them and development, maybe we could do it slowly and over a period of several decades, maybe a hundred years. We used to use well oil. Then we switched to kerosene. Then we have electricity we're going to eventually switch to other things. But right now, if you stop the developing world from developing these technologies, they are going to starve to death. That is lockdown 2.0. That is supply chain issue 2.0. It's okay to kill 100 million people in the developing world because you have to lock down because someone didn't wear a mask. And now you've accepted that. The lockdown, the quarantine, the restriction. And now not only do you get to stay on quarantine, not only do you get to immerse yourself in a digital environment to work, You also don't get food or water unless you comply from now on. You also don't get to have any luxuries in life because you own nothing and you enjoy it. You like it. You love it. You want some more of it. You hate people who have things. They should be killed because they have things you don't have. You want equality. How do you get that equality? Take it away from other people. Power of the state is the barrel of a gun. That's how you create social change. Mao said that. The power of a gun, the barrel of a gun. You have to take it from people. If capitalism implies greed, that means there's something to be greedy over. Communism, therefore, implies poverty. There's nothing to be greedy over. It's like when a parent takes away a toy that two kids are fighting over. Once the parent takes the toy away, the kids have nothing, and they love it. Taking away the right of a country that's looking to utilize their natural resources and their energy production to develop 
is a death sentence, and it is an incredible form of arrogance and imperialism that a wealthy, particularly progressive, but a wealthy individual driving an Audi or a Buick or a BMW living in a nice, fancy, safe part of town can suggest that people in Africa shouldn't have a right to have an air conditioner while they blast theirs in the summer and eat the finest meats and cheeses. You're an arrogant piece of trash. You're not an environmentalist or a humanitarian. You are submitting to a system that you don't know exists because they throw you a couple of bones. You're sentencing sub-Saharan Africa and the rest of the developing world to not only poverty and starvation, suffering and death on a scale that you cannot comprehend from behind your white bourgeois BMW and your fancy apartment or house where you go watch Joe Biden give speeches and think this is the smartest man who's ever lived because you're GD delusional. They don't get power, right? They don't get food, right? Because you're in charge. The modern progressive is basically a modern red guard who gets to rape and pillage in the name of preservation and equality and justice. But guess what? You don't get your fancy meats and cheeses. You don't get your fancy cars and your nice homes. You don't get to walk around with nice jewelry and nice clothes pretending like you know what it's like to be poor and homeless, like I was. You know what you get to do? In the end, you get to suffer too because the state eventually has no place for you. Because you become a strain on the state's resources as they continue to gobble them up, just like all the memes of the fat capitalist. That's what the communist system is. As fat as a capitalist pig might be, at least the people in a capitalist system are fed. The people in your system starve to death and die on a scale that makes what Hitler did look like an accident. And that's kind of the ironic thing. Hitler killed discriminately. Communists kill indiscriminately. One might say an indiscriminate murder when you're killing 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 plus million just in China alone, 100 plus million around the world in the last century. Indiscriminate murder might be a little bit worse than discriminate murder. But hey, you know what? Indiscriminate murder, indiscriminate killing, indiscriminate suffering means everybody's equal. Everybody gets an opportunity to starve to death. Everybody gets an opportunity to have nothing and love it, you pigs, you serfs, you filth, you scum. Take your second booster. Delete the tweets that we don't like, and maybe we'll keep you alive long enough to see the world shaped in what can otherwise only be described as an authoritarian, totalitarian, dystopian nightmare, the likes of which are really only overshadowed if we were dealing with an extraterrestrial or other dimensional race of aliens taking over our world and working with some humans to give them a little bit of power Well, they take control of every aspect of society. 
changing transportation, finance, medicine, agriculture, power, eliminating the culture, eliminating habits, eliminate traditions, eliminate ideas, the four olds, eliminate it, remove it all, because you are a threat to planet Earth, and you have to stay in your home like the robot dog tells people in Shanghai. And Joe Biden says, don't worry, Russian cyber attacks are coming. There's going to be food shortages. Quote, it's going to be real. And China goes on continuing to buy up American farms and getting access to our critical infrastructure. And the World Economic Forum says feeding the world is getting harder despite the fact we have more people and we have more food now than ever because they keep the scarcity artificial. And they say there's three reasons for this conflict that they create climate variability. Climate has actually gotten less intense, less severe. We adapt. We innovate. We don't die from floods. We don't die from fires. We don't die from extreme weather. It's very rare, except in the developing world, where if you cut off their power and food, they starve to death and die in natural disasters. And economic slowdowns and downturns, they say, all because you manufactured them in lockdown 1.0. Now they're ready for lockdown 2.0, where everything is geared toward the fourth industrial revolution and the common good, as Klaus Schwab said in 2010. Or maybe I need Klaus Schwab to tell you what it's really all about, right? In 2016, Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum published an article that says, does capitalism need more Marxism to survive the fourth industrial revolution? That's what it is. It's Marxism. And here's the World Government Summit 2022 saying their goal is to shape the, quote, future of governments to create a new system. And they say they need to do this rapidly because machines are going to replace humans yet again, an economic fallacy that Henry Hazlitt explained in Economics in One Lesson was just that, a fallacy, because if that were the case, then the previous revolutions, the first three, in the 18th century mechanical mass production in the 19th century and the computer revolution would have completely eliminated jobs altogether. But the fallacy is that they actually create more jobs, create more wealth, and lead to a better society. Unless you're trying to create a system in which you use technology to outsource and outdate and make obsolete humans, which seems to be the goal as we pivot from pandemic to war to pandemic to war to pandemic to war, moving closer and closer, quicker and quicker into that terrifying authoritarian state, the likes of which there's no escape. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio, the great setup. That's what it's all about. Please subscribe to the show archive if you enjoy this broadcast. You can download and stream all of our shows Monday through Friday. Get access to the montages like the one we played tonight. You'll also get access to my digital books. So you don't have to buy them separately, but you can buy the physical books separately. It supports this show. If you don't buy a book, if you don't subscribe, we're not on air anymore. You can also find us on Patreon. Grab a t-shirt on TeePublic and contact us at rdgable at yahoo.com. Please leave us a review on the mini radio and podcast players. Let us know what you think of the show on social media and in the email I just gave, rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay safe. Stay informed. Stay healthy. And remember, 
how abundant, how underappreciated every day of life is, especially in the developed world where we have no perspective or context of what it means to be impoverished and have nothing. But they want to take it all away. So that's exactly what you have. And they tell you, down the barrel of a gun, you'll like it and you'll be happy. <laughs> 